Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the podcast. In this episode, I discuss the uncertainty COVID created in the United States and the United Kingdom and how that affected the world economy with economist Brent Meyer. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. your article uh COVID-19 uncertainty a tale of two tales I want to start off by asking how would you summarize how COVID created uncertainty for people and for businesses especially Uh, thanks it's uh um it's nice to be with you Jonathan so uh in response to your question you know setting aside the devastating impact that COVID has had on um individuals uh lives and the, and the health consequences of COVID. Set that aside for a second. The pandemic has created a tremendous amount uh, of upheaval and transformation in the economy that has manifested itself as, as uh, an incredible amount of uncertainty for people and for businesses in general. You know, these uh, effects are pervasive. They're happening across all dimensions of individuals' economic lives. And for firms in particular, you know, we've seen a dramatic amount of reallocation of jobs and sales revenue from one industry to another or within an industry from one firm to another. So you can think about, uh, um, uh, you know, smaller firms may be struggling a bit more than larger firms so that uh, jobs and sales revenue uh, goes from small to large firms. Uh, We've seen a huge amount of shifts in demand. So uh, as uh, especially early in the pandemic when everyone was kind of hunkered down in their homes and weren't allowed to go uh, to very many places, we saw a strong shift in the economy uh, uh, in demand for durable goods. Because uh, people couldn't go out, uh, you know, and, and engage in services expenditures, you know, they had a lot of durable goods expenditures, and that's really that uh, amount of demand is is really continued, right. you know. And then on top of that, more recently, we've seen incredible the supply chain disruption become much more pervasive across the global economy, and intense. Uh, and and layer on top of that, for businesses in particular, uh, the labor, uh, the lack of available labor, uh, in part due to some of the consequences from the from the initial onset of the pandemic has just um, made things incredibly uncertain uh, for businesses at the moment. Yeah, especially with this uh, surge in uh, Omicron cases. I'm, I'm thinking that the uh, uncertainty is going to be on the rise again. Kind of leads me into uh, one of the questions I was going to ask. You mentioned that um, there's a difference between uncertainty in the U.S. and uncertainty in the U.K. How do you think that difference affected the uh, global economy? Yeah, thank you. So first, we're measuring uncertainty in, in surveys uh, at the Atlanta Fed with, uh, in partnership with Nick Bloom at Stanford and Steve Davis at the University of Chicago. And others, we've created the survey of business uncertainty, and we're asking firms about their own own firm quantity, so own firm employment and own firm uh, sales revenue expectations over the year ahead. They're doing something very similar at the Bank of England in the UK, 
Uh, and what we've measured so far has been uncertainty that um, from pre-pandemic to now is basically more than more than doubled, uh, you know, in, in both economies. So there's a lot of similarity in how firms are seeing the environment, how uncertain the environment is for, in the UK and um, uh, the US. Now, how is this? Uh, uh, there are some differences. Uh, the pre-pandemic uncertainty in the in the UK was a was a bit higher, and it was higher because they were going through uh, Brexit or leaving the the, the mm -hmm. European Union uh, when it when it comes to the um, free flow of, of capital and labor there, uh, and, and that Brexit Brexit process uh, uh, sort of elevated that UK uncertainty heading into it, and then second UK firms tend to be a bit smaller and smaller firms are typically more uncertain. And then there could also be other impacts uh, given that, that the UK is a small open economy, a smaller open economy than the, than the US, uh, it may be uh, uh, more susceptible to, to global fluctuations uh, 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 due to the pandemic than, than even perhaps the US is. So those are some of the differences. How did those differences affect the global economy? Well, I actually think a lot of the differences are coming uh, in how uh, uh, these two countries are processing a, a lot of the, the, the issues and the right. disruption to the economy from, from you know, global suppliers outside of, of either of these respective countries, uh, how that propagates then from those countries and, and, and back out into the global economy is an interesting question. Um, there are also some differences, be, uh, uh, you know, in these two countries in the way that uh, the fiscal and monetary authorities addressed uh, at least the initial impact of, uh, of the, the COVID situation. Right, right. Adding on to what you mentioned about uh, UK versus US uncertainty, you mentioned that UK uncertainty rose to about 8.5%, like the peak in like May of 2021, while the US uncertainty rose to about only 6.5%. So I think you kind of answered quite that question by saying that um, UK has more smaller firms in the US and that's why you think that the uh, uncertainty rose by more. Also, I was also gonna ask, do you think that the fact that they've had a lot more like lockdowns, more cases, and not only more cases, but like more spikes of the coronavirus and that, make, that made them more uncertain? Sure, yeah, absolutely. That, that can be a contributing factor. Uh, the lockdowns were were perhaps a more ubiquitous and more severe in the UK economy uh, relative to what we saw here in the US. And that could play an additional factor. Uh, and, you know, at the same time, I think uh, uh, the two countries relative experience with uh, the different variants uh, so far, uh, um, you know, has, is an, another interesting aspect to the to those differences in, in you know, uh, aggregated uncertainty uh, uh, for both the, the UK and the US. Okay. In the article, you mentioned this idea of upside and uh, downside risk. Uh, I was just a little confused about that. Can you go into more detail about what you mean by upside and downside risk? Sure, Jonathan. Uh, so typically when people think of an uncertainty, they associate uncertainty with just bad things happen, you know, right. uh, you know, uh, uh, and, and, and in that sense, 
one thing that our surveys, both the SBU in the US and the uh, decision maker panel in the, in the uh, UK can offer is a bit more detail into uncertainty. Uh, so typically, the typical story around uncertainty is uncertainty, when uncertainty is elevated relative to normal times, it, uh, uh, it increases the option value, especially for businesses to sit on the sidelines and maybe not engage in capital investment mm -hmm. or in additional hiring. Uh, so that can have a uh, knock on or an accelerator effect on the overall economy and actually make downturns a lot worse. An interesting aspect of our data and what we can, can dig into is we can dig into tail risks on either side of the, uh, these projections. So when we're thinking about firms forecasting sales revenue, well, mm. they're, they're giving us a, a look at their expected distribution of the uh, of sales revenue over the year ahead and at the beginning of the pandemic obviously it was tilted towards the downside so the 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 lower tail of the distribution saw a lot more weight and and, and, and a lot more firms were were anticipating you know much sharper downside risks so that in that sense we could look at the uncertainty to the downside but since you know, the beginning, maybe the end of 2020, near the end of 2020, beginning of this year, we've seen that tail risk sort of switch sides of the distribution mm -hmm. from, from uh, an enormous amount of downside tail risk to uncertainty about positive uh, expectations or how mm -hmm. strong things might actually, the rebound might actually be. And that's a, sort of an interesting thing uh, uh, to look at. So, so basically what we're seeing across both of these countries is, uh, you know, businesses are seeing a lot of uh, the strong demand in both of these countries. And there's uncertainty about how quickly or how uh, strong they can rebound. Uh, that's an interesting area of uncertainty that, that isn't uh, um, well explored, I guess. Right. Kind of my final question, um, do you think uncertainty levels will either fall back to what it was pre-pandemic levels eventually, or do you think, especially with this new Omicron variant, do you think it will keep going up, the, the uncertainty levels will keep going up? Because I, I know you mentioned that it, it started going down in October of this year, but now it's a new variant. Do you think you'll either go back up to where it was in May 2021, or do you think eventually it'll back to pre-pandemic levels yeah i guess my question for you jonathan would be what does eventually mean right if, that, that, could, so, that could be decades you know centuries um <laughs> that could be uh, any amount of time so so let me put it this way uh, uh from other survey questions that we've asked to panels of businesses uh, including this one we anticipate this heightened uncertainty lasting throughout the near term. And here I mean near term, you know, at least another year or so. Um, mm -hmm. Now, whether or not uh, uh, uncertainty overall fate, uh, returns to pre-pandemic levels quickly, I think is an open question beyond that. You know, one thing to consider uh, um, with uh, this uh, gradual or a quick reduction in uncertainty is how much, um, uh, scarring behavior might be uh, in the minds of the, our, our, um, our business respondents. 
when it comes to how the past has affected their current decisions and the uncertainty around their current decisions. It's uh, this sort of scarring behavior. Um, what I mean by that is how strong the uh, impact or how salient the uh, impact of the current environment that we're in is likely to impact their decision-making going forward. So even once you know we're, uh, let's assume for, for a second that in two years we'll be out of the pandemic, COVID will just be a bad memory and we won't be wearing masks and, and, and taking uh, you know, additional vaccine booster shots and things like that. Even in, if we're in this sort of good state of the world, people could still be worried about, or, or in the back of their mind, they have that little seed of doubt because we just went through a really bad uh, series of events. Right. And that may impact their, their uh, expectations going forward. And that may mean that uncertainty, even though we're out of the, the necessary, the bad event of COVID, it may mean that that uncertainty remains a bit uh, more elevated relative to pre-pandemic levels for a longer period of time. Right. So uh, thank you very much, Mr. Uh, Brent Meyer, for coming on my podcast today. And your answers to my questions were very useful uh, to our listeners. And uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you, Jonathan. Uh, thanks for having me. Those were very interesting questions and good luck with your project. Thank you. All right. Take care.